A key feature of people who remain stuck is that they are using a problem-focused lens. That's Dr. Lonnie Nelson Zlupko, and this is the Depression Detox Show. Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I'm your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Wednesday. And today we have a new featured speaker, author, and therapist making her debut on the show. And if you've been struggling with a problem that you've been having a really hard time with and you just feel stuck, then I think this episode is for you because she's here to teach us everything we need to know to get unstuck, to move forward, and thrive. Here's Dr. Lonnie. Enjoy. A key feature of people who remain stuck is that they are using a problem-focused lens. They are asking problem-focused questions. Questions like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with them? What's going to happen if things go badly? You know what happens when we ask problem-focused questions? We get problem-focused answers. We know this from research, right? Researcher bias. If you ask me why you have problems, I might just go digging around in your life and figure all the things you're doing that are contributing to you having that problem. I might even go digging back into your childhood and think of all the different complications that you have that have led to you having this problem. And while this might be very informative... What we're going to find out is why you're stuck, right? This, we run two risks here. The first is you're going to over-identify with your problem. By the way, this problem might be an epidemic, right? Not so unique to you. And secondly, perhaps more problematically, is this is going to shed very, very little light on how to move past it. What's more, we now know from a variety of fields of research over the last three decades that talking about a problem for too long not only isn't helpful, it's harmful. Across different spectrums, we've learned this. Now, it's absolutely true that if we're going to get past a problem, we have to start by talking about it. We have to name it out loud. We have to say the words, and we need to get validated. We need to feel heard and understood. That is the crucial first step. However, there is a point of diminishing returns. We might call this in neuroscience wiring neurons associated with negative events, right? We might say from behavioral science that we are now conditioning and emphasizing the very behaviors we wish we were diminishing. We might say biochemically that we are just firing negative biochemicals in our bodies and marinating in them. Not only is that harmful to you, but if you understand interpersonal neurochemistry, that's not helpful to anybody around you. More compelling than this, is that we have learned, if you've got the privilege to study large populations of people suffering from a wide array of problems, and you try to look for the single greatest predictor of who's going to suffer long-term dysfunction as a result of experiencing any one problem, too often what you're going to find, it isn't even related 
to the problem itself. It's related to who stays stuck and who moves forward. So research is going to tell us something that you already know and I already know, that there is not a single tragedy or event or crisis that definitely spells doom to everybody that encounters it. You've seen this. You've seen people go through unthinkable challenges, and some of them have come out all right on the other side. Not only just all right, but strong and whole and thriving. You've also seen people not have this happen. They've experienced a problem that maybe you've overcome, and somehow they're still hung up on it. Well, what if I were to tell you that if we look at this process, we can examine who gets stuck, right? This is a cautionary tale. We can examine this. And we can examine what are the procedures and policies and habits and behaviors of people that move forward despite how hairy or scary their problem is. What if I were to tell you that that process is available, it's learnable, and it's universal? Let's take a look at what it sounds like. I call it turn, learn, and move forward. That's the words I use for it. So if you are experiencing a problem for too long, what do I mean by too long? Right? Too long, your indicator that you're there for too long is you are becoming somebody you're not proud of. You're weaker, you're more afraid, you're more desperate, you're more angry, you're more bitter. This is how we know we're stuck too long. If you become stuck for too long, what we need to do then is back away from the problem and turn in a different direction and begin to learn. Be an avid, agile learner of all kinds of strategies. The good news is there are hundreds, hundreds or thousands of empirically backed strategies that work for people. All you have to do is know that and start learning and you will move forward. Let's take a look. First step. Let's say you've been stuck for too long and you want to get moving. I say get moving and get on the arrow. What, what is the arrow? Here's a tip. The arrow is about 180 degrees the opposite of whatever you're experiencing as your problem. You get moving and you get started. Pick an adjective or an experience, right? That's 180 degrees the opposite. Start making that your goal. A lot of my clients come in and they know exactly what they hate about their lives. Then I say to them, so, so what do you want? What do you want to experience? Well, I don't want to have this. All right, well, we're not going to be able to study not having that until we have a name of what we want. So let's name it and let's get on the arrow. The next thing we need to do is watch out for all or nothing polarized to thinking. This is when we say things like, I'm a good mom or I'm a bad mom. I have good kids, I have bad kids. My boss loves me, my boss hates me. This is unproductive, it doesn't point to any growth whatsoever, and it's going to keep you stuck. Get on the arrow. I don't know anybody that's perfect in every area. I don't know anybody that's a complete failure in any area, right? We're all on the arrow. We're all learning, becoming a little bit better, inching ourselves along. So we want to say, do I yell a lot at my kids? I'm yelling at my kids. I want to learn how to be more effective tomorrow. Keith says, you know what I need to do? I got overlooked three times in a row. I'm going to get myself invited to a key meeting this week where I share my talents out loud. This is what we want to make happen. We're going to experience bumps. And, I, and, you know, I laugh. My clients say, this is not a bump. This is a catastrophe. And I say, it's a bump, right? Let's watch our words. It's a bump. Now, when we experience a bump, what we need to make sure we watch out for is the idea that it's the end. It's the end of us. It's complete ruin. We've got to watch out and view it as an opportunity. I am aware that the problem that you might be experiencing right now might not feel like a bump. And I am also aware, just like you are, that there have been people that you know 
that have not done well on the other side of that bump. I do know that. But I want you to understand that that is an option, not a sentence. That's an option, and it is one I do not endorse. No matter how big your bump is, no matter what your bump is, we want to see it as a bump that not only we can move forward from, but we can thrive on the other side. All right, I know somebody's going to throw a tomato at me right about now and say, but wait, you haven't met my problem, right? You clearly don't know my teenagers or my boss or my cancer diagnosis. There's going to be at least three hang-ups that show up in this process that are going to keep you unnecessarily stuck. The first is ego. You know what ego says? Ego says, all right, I know you've studied tens of thousands of people and observed who can move on, but you know what? My version of this problem is so special, it's so unique, that I'm not going to be able to get over it. All right, so all those other people, yada, yada, thousands of people, blah, 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 blah. Mine was handcrafted by the universe to torture me because it's very special. So I'm just going to stay here devastated by my problem. The next hang-up is going to be fear. Fear really has the same voice no matter who we are. Fear says it's not going to work. It won't happen. I can't get better. I am basically in a catastrophe, in a downward spiral, and I'm going to wind up in a van by the river. That's where fear goes. It doesn't matter what the problem, unless you have kids and then you wind up in, they're going to head to juvie. That's pretty much where it is. And not only are we going to wind up there, but I don't know if you know this, but apparently that is a permanent location that nobody ever gets out of, right? It is permanent, it is catastrophic, and it is fatal. That's what fear tells, is it? Apparently we're all still here. So fear lies, right? The next hang up is going to be pride, and it sounds a little bit like this. I don't need to turn and learn. Okay, I'm doing everything right. I show up every day doing the right things, and apparently I've hit this wall. So I'm just going to wait for the wall to move. All right? If those kids, they just better learn how to respect me, right? Or that boss, that boss just should appreciate me. Okay, so I'm just going to have a staring contest at this wall until something else changes. What do we say to pride? Listen up, pride. First of all, if you're doing everything right, it shouldn't hurt quite this bad. Second of all, don't ever put power in other people's hands about your life, all right? If you have something that is making you less the person you were meant to be, it is time to turn and look in a new direction, and I guarantee you your win is over here. It just looks a little different than what you think it looked like. And if you have the humility and the ability to turn and be a learner, amazing things are going to happen. Let's go back here. Persist. Anything you're ever going to want to do that matters in your life is going to require persistence, right? So sometimes my clients will get a little excited and they'll say, all right, all right, I'm going to try a strategy. And they'll show up to work and say, notice me, right? And the world sort of sneezes in their general direction and keeps on going, right? So persisting once is about as effective as looking at a three-year-old and saying, come here, you know what you need to do with that shoe? You need to tie that. You're welcome, right? That's not what we do. I've seen you. I know you can persist. I have seen you get down on one knee and get up in that little kid's face and start talking bunny ears and caves and loops, and you're going to do this six different ways till Sunday. You're going to do it until when? Until desired results are achieved. And that's what we're talking about. Anything important that you ever need to make happen is about persistence. And you're going to do this thing 
six different ways till Sunday until you get desired results. Now, here's the most amazing thing for me about this. This is what I absolutely love about being part of this journey with people. Do you realize what we're going to do if you persist? You're going to overcome that problem that you thought was going to be the thing that threatened to unhinge you. And you're going to be able to face life unafraid. Not just unafraid of that problem, but you're going to face life unafraid of problems. Because while the individual strategy may differ, the little steps that we take might vary. The process stays universal, and it's available. What we're going to do is we're going to say to you, you know what, no matter what crops up, you're going to get to the other side of it and be more the person you were meant to be, because what's going to happen is you're going to turn, and you're going to learn, and most of all, you're going to commit to always moving forward. Big thanks to Dr. Lonnie for stopping by. If you want to connect with her, you can visit her website, lnzconsulting.com. She also authored a, a workbook, which is entitled Move Forward, A Guide to Managing Your Life Effectively. And I have both of those links in the show description. And that is a wrap for me. That was quick. When you get a chance, please follow the show on Spotify podcast, share it, or subscribe on your favorite podcast player app. And I will see you back here Friday. So until then, stay strong. Later.